Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pigeon Podcast. I am your host, Lost, and I'm here with my co-host, Stooky. Hello. And Hydro. Yo, yo. Uh, we had the idea to start a podcast quite a while ago. At least Hydro and myself did. Uh, I think we did, but ours were on uh, Twitch. We wanted to do our podcast episodes live. That was also called the Pigeon Podcast. Uh, and we both just streamed at the same time, and it was great. We did one episode, and then it was done, and then we never did it again. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, we have, uh, uh, to kick things off, we were trying to think of different topics, uh, but one topic that came up was our, like, trade school that all three of us went to. These are not all of the Pigeon Gang members, by the way. Uh, we have a ton more. Uh, I think there are how many of our, us are there total? Seven? There's a eight. lot. There's eight. There's nine of us. I count nine. Nine. In, in the Discord, yeah. So um, all of us are Freely, uh, Plow, uh, Palm, Lime, Acidic, Hyjo, myself, and Stooky. So these are not all the boys. Uh, we will try to get as many people as possible into a podcast episode here pretty soon but we figured we'd start it off uh especially with the test because we got to see how the audio quality is and all that sort of stuff so, so yeah if you like our stuff make sure to like subscribe i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> uh you guys can listen to the podcast right now uh on uh spotify exclusively spotify um we might branch off into different uh spotify hosts or uh sorry podcast hosts uh here services yeah services here pretty soon um but right now we are uh exclusively on spotify so if you guys want to listen to our podcast uh you're gonna have to go to spotify which is where you're listening to it right now um imagine but yeah uh before we started off, can I say, mm-hmm. holy shit, chocolate caramel is really good, yo. Yeah? What you, yeah. What you, mon- what you munching on? Uh, so, you know, since it's Valentine's Day or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't have a woman. Uh, anyway. <clears throat> yeah. Um, <clears throat> anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, my mother, being the kind woman she is, decided to buy me a little chocolate thing. And it came with a... Chocolate caramel and a few other chocolates, but you know that one's just a standout to me. Yeah, the chocolate caramel really just pulled through. Yeah, it's just it's just the divine. I, there's no other words to say it. Absolutely divine. <laughs> uh, my girlfriend got me uh, like these strawberry uh, covered these strawberry chocolate covered truffle things oh i think i've seen those actually they're in my car i haven't actually had any yet (laughs) (laughs) what's that they're just getting like a little cold you know yeah yeah yeah. the frozen frozen truffles hey yo we're starting a business hell yeah (laughs) but our uh yeah we like to get into a lot of shenanigans uh we talk about a lot of different shit uh especially when we're not recording uh or streaming but 
Uh, right now, we're going to get into our uh, trade school that all three of us went to in high school. Or are currently going to. Are you still going to KCTC, David? Yeah. I'm f- yeah. <laughs> so, Stuki is still actually in KCTC. Um, the Kent Career Tech Center. What is so you? Were you about to say unfortunately? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love getting up at four thirty in the mornings and going to my trade school. Falling. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I guess we'll kick it off right there. Um, you know, just from my previous, like from last year, having to wake up at five, into where I am now at college, dude. I don't know how I did it. On uh, yeah, honestly, I got up at five usually 515 and i actually yeah went to pick a cuz stuki couldn't drive at that time no, so i yeah so i had to go and pick him up when we drove the same bus together well, all three of us actually were on the same bus right uh, yeah, yeah. we all had yep. first session nope. that's Ooh, right a different story dude <laughs> i i took i took full control of just teleporting bro i got onto that bus fucking blacked out i slept and then i woke up as soon as we pulled into the parking lot at kcdc it was slumber time as soon as i hit that seat in the bus yeah exactly the worst part about it though is when it was winter and you would go on to the leather seats oh my god yeah no like the bus driver didn't like turn on the heat so it's just like ice cold yep she'd be like are you guys cold and we're like yeah we're no we're fine Teeth Fine. chattering, like. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that was that was bad. And then, like, you'd have the kids that'd whip out their blankets and pillows. Yeah, people would straight up bring on this bus like pillows and blankets to put on the windows and cover themselves with because it was so cold in the morning. I kind of want to do that, to be honest. Like, I think, honest to I God, think that. honest to God, I think I did that a couple times. I think you did too. You were just like wrapped up like a taco. Yeah, oh, I, I thought they uh, I thought they kicked out uh, you know pillows and blankets. We wouldn't Thank know you. because towards the end of uh, towards the end of our uh, like sessions at uh, KCTC, uh, which is the trade school, uh, the Kent Career Tech Center is what it's called, uh, short for, or long version of KCTC. We. Um, Got bored of the bus on the way back, <laughs> so uh, Hydro started driving, and then I would just ride uh, back to the school with him. Yeah, y'all fucking ditched me. Yeah, 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 we did. I was, I was like too afraid to ask at the time too. Because you should have, because I should have. Yeah, you should have honestly, because like I'd see, I'd be talking to Austin, and then Ethan would pull up, and you dip, and I'd be like, damn, I wish I could go with them, but I'm like. Too much of a pussy to ask. Bro, you definitely should have asked. We would go like 90 and a 45. No, okay, we on did the, that once. On the right. way home, it was it was one time we went like 90 and a 45 Dude, on the way like back. The uh, <laughs> we It was also in this during this car ride that we figured out that uh, Hydro slash Ethan's uh, car has a, an ear rape mode for his Bluetooth. <laughs> oh yeah yeah okay so i have to manually switch it to the correct station 
So you know you'll find a station. It's like an FM. It's an FM. Yes. Like, yeah. Bluetooth you'll find switch. an FM uh, like random station. It'll have you know static like usual, but then you'll have like, a Bluetooth like tuner, and then that will connect to the FM station, allowing you to play music, right? And if you switch the dial up one, like up one more station or down one more station. It would just sound distorted and <laughs> yeah, it would be the same you know? the same song that was playing through Bluetooth, but it would be distorted, and like yeah. the bass would just be like, <laughs> it would sound just so bad, and it was so uh, funny. Vibrating on the road. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was that was so. Uh, I say let's just kick this off with. I mean, say we, what we what we went into it for, because KCTC has a lot, like any other trade school, has a lot of different, like, I don't know, I guess, areas of study that you can go into. Yeah. And it's all hands-on yeah. stuff. Like, very rarely did we have to pick up a pen, and pa- a pen and paper for, like, scenarios or for, like, learning things. There was one week that, we, and we'll probably get into it, that we had to do a lot of, like, sitting and studying, but... For the majority of it, it was all hands-on. You're actually doing all of this stuff. Uh, Hydro and myself went into uh, criminal justice. We did the uh, police. Um, we did the police criminal classes. Justice, police, yeah, the yeah. criminal justice, justice ones. Yeah. And then Stuki, you did. What did you do? I went into aviation electronics. I'm going to be completely honest. When I, back in like, what, my junior year? No, my sophomore year. When we were like picking all these things, I picked aviation electronics mainly because I thought it was like the smartest class. I'm going to be dead honest. Because cause <laughs> just by being in this class, it's like, oh, I have big brain. Let's go. Yeah, no, because like all the other ones were like HVAC and like medical. And I, I have no interest in medical. And then like I saw aviation technology, electronics. And I was like, Okay, I'm good with electronics. That seems like the best class for me, and it's probably the most scientific. Let's let's do it, you know. And then yeah. <laughs> I had no interest in the plane. Really? Really? Yeah. I thought you went into it because of like the the flight, the drones. Yeah. Yeah. I went into it because of the drones. I had no interest in the planes. I saw that they had a drone club program, and I'm like, that, that sounds sick as fuck. Yeah. All right. I was like, ayo. I'm going to do some cool flips and tricks with permission, even better. <laughs> I'm going to do dangerous <laughs> shit under su- under adult supervision. Let's go. <laughs> it oh was gosh. So you literally only joined it just for the drones? Yeah, no. There was like an open house, and I went there, and it was. I saw the planes. I was like, okay, cool. Planes are like kind of cool, I guess. And then I saw the drone club. And they had like an octo drone out. They had like a GPS one they could control, and you know planes, obviously. Yeah. It was like at the time I had a five-inch racer drone that I was practicing with, and I was like, I bet I'm gonna show these clowns. How Those to things can whip. Those yeah, little no. tiny uh, five-inch racers can fucking giddy up. Yeah, no, I had like ah the Ishin Wizard X2. <laughs> yes, it was high. Mm. It was fast. <laughs> yeah, that was that uh, small compact drone you had, right? Yeah, the purple one. Yeah. Yep. I think I called it the lightning bolt. 
Makes Yo, sense. that's actually sick. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, but yeah, our mornings. Uh, I guess we'll just go through our schedule. Ethan, do you want to like, kind of? I mean, because I was there too. But like, you want to like tell the viewers like how what our mornings started with and like what we usually did. Yeah. Uh. So we started off the day. You know, any normal classroom got into the classroom. Um. But it was it was odd because you know there's there's desks and there's chairs, but it, it literally looks like a classroom, like any other yeah, classroom. Yeah, yeah. But we would uh, we the first like week of class, we like moved those to the side. We did some like bonding stuff, but at, at the time we we all kind of knew each other because of our junior year. So I guess yeah, if you want to start there, yeah, there's year one. Which is with, like, so year one, or year, what would they say, like, class A or class B? Class A, yeah. Yeah, so class A, which are the year ones, uh, that's, like, your junior year. Uh, not everybody was juniors, were juniors in year one. Because uh, some people joined year one, like, joined the program while they were seniors, and then after that they yeah, couldn't join back. Like- Trade school is juniors and seniors only. Yes, unless yeah. you. I mean, we can get into the other sub sub programs later, but uh, the so yeah, mm-hmm. most of us were juniors, and there were a few seniors. Uh, and this, especially this class, went above and beyond. Almost one of its priorities was like like really cultivating diversity like there were a yeah. lot of different type I, this is gonna sound bad but a lot of different types of people in our classroom like you had african-americans you had you, you, yeah exactly there were a lot of african-americans there were a lot of like mexicans there was some like you know and it, it was, was very it was it was very diverse which was really cool because then if we did like a cookout or something or like a party, uh, one of the, uh, girls in our class, uh, our friends who is Mexican, like full blood, uh, had, uh, her grandmother make, uh, what were they? Tamales. Uh, like, yeah, that's the one they made like actual tamales, like real tamales. Yeah. It was really good. And it was really good. And it just really emphasized, uh, and they, like, they wouldn't let two of the same people, like, talk to each other. Or the, uh, both the teachers were super nice. One of them doesn't actually, like, retired. Uh, one of them actually retired after, uh, Hydro and I went into our year two. But, uh, yeah. One of them, one of them was, like, a, uh, teacher for... Or like a trainer for Kent, uh, like the Kent. Uh, what is it? The Kent Police Department. Okay. And so yeah, that was pretty sick. And then one of, and then the other teacher, dude. This instructor, I guess instructor is a better term for it. Uh, this instructor, we call him Mr. Uh, his name's Mr. Burns. Shout out, Mr. Burns, dude. Or Mr. B. We call him Mr. B a lot, too. Super tall, like, probably, like, what, six foot, six foot one, six foot two. 
actual like chunk of a man, bro. <laughs> he was a uh, he was a he's a retired FBI uh, FBI uh, TAC operative for one, and he used to be on Secret Service for two, and he's a retired uh, Army veteran or not veteran, but Army uh, explosives expert. Like, this guy knew his shit. It was actually so cool. And he, like, wasn't, like, this tough-as-nails guy, like, in-your-face-all-the-time thing, like you might think. He was actually, like, a super-respective, really funny, just human being. And he was super humble, knew when to crack a joke. He, like, made fun of all of us for, like, screwing up here and there. The guy was just really nice. Hey, yo, you dumb as fuck. <laughs> Essentially, sometimes he would... And they would, like... Our instructors weren't afraid to swear, either. Like, if they uh-huh. would... Like, they would call us out in our bullshit if they want, Like, if they really needed to. Like, if we were using the training weapons... And, like... <laughs> if we were using the uh, training weapons and we had our finger on the trigger when we weren't supposed to... And they would, he would... Like, one of the instructors, especially Mr. B would come over and literally just slap it out of our hand. (laughs) And then he would, not only would he slap it out of our hand if we were using them for, like, training scenarios and had the finger on the trigger when we're not supposed to, he would, like, force us, and if you were, like, dinking around with them, he would force people that were screwing around with the training weapons to uh, use finger guns. Because, and then just by then, you look like an idiot. Everybody else... And not only were, so they were blue, not really clay, uh, rubber. They were like these three printed or like melded rubber pistols and shotguns and ARs and stuff that we could use that were in our armory. Uh, removable clip and all that? No, you couldn't remove the the clip. It was just like, because we never had to reload. It was just like a 3D model. Yes, exactly. But we had a CERT, which I can't remember the full acronym, but the CERT pistols and the CERT rifle were actual replicas of these weapons. So you could take out the mag, you could like uh, pull the slide back. There would yeah, be a, there's a mag catch for it, and if you held your finger, if you put like your finger, just the littlest bit onto the trigger there would be a red light like a red laser of where you're uh aiming and if you pull the trigger uh, a green laser would flash uh where you actually hit and if you pulled the trigger a bunch of times the green laser would keep like showing you where you're hitting okay and we had a program to where um we had a program on a computer for targets that we could shoot them at, and it would show you what your accuracy is and your like. It was really cool when we were doing our weapons thing. And were you I good had, at your accuracy? What's that? Were you good at like your accuracy? Like, oh yeah. Accuracy? Oh yeah. It, accuracy for me was above eighty percent every time. Like not to right. not to boast, but I also had a. I was also the uh, weapons like. We all had jobs within our uh, uh, within the classroom. Both year ones and year twos do it. Uh, my job, a lot of the times, I was like the IT person. Like if somebody, because a lot of some people just don't know how to use a fucking computer. Um, 
So we, uh, like, I would do fixing the computers and stuff. I did that. I also was the uh, weapons instructor uh, for people who didn't know, like, what they what they were doing. Because being an airsoft and all that, you kind of just know, you know, yeah. how to walk quietly and how to look at a room how you're supposed to, when you're supposed to have the pistol to your chest and all that kind of stuff. How to clear a rifle and all that. Yeah, how to clear your weapon what positions there were like one is holster two is unholstered three is chest four is forward like that that kind of thing Mm -hmm. so i would be so i was it and weapons instructor or i guess not really instructor but weapons management which was really cool um hydro is currently helping his uh dad with something really quick he'll be back in a couple minutes uh he'll share what kind of jobs he had but uh not only did we have those kind of jobs, we had an actual hierarchy in our, um, we had an actual hierarchy in our classroom. Dude, that's each, sick. Each, uh, our entire, uh, class of a, just under, I think it was 40 students in year one. Uh, we, and mind you, we had, um, our own uniforms. We had our own police KCTC yeah, custom had, like, uniforms. Blue. Yeah. The pants, the blue. Shirt. Yeah, we call them our blues. Yeah, our blues. Uh, yeah, so we had to wear, like, you know, black tennis shoes. We had to wear... We had to actually maintain how we looked and, like, wash our uniform and all that stuff, which was really nice because it kept us, like, all, you know, looking professional because CJ... Also, like, not to toot our own horn, but CJ is one of the hardest programs to get into in uh, yeah. in KCTC. Even a lot of, like, the other programs will tell you, like, CJ is just kind of the shit. Um, you guys are so organized compared to the aviation electronics, dude. We literally are just batshit crazy. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we... Uh, where was it? Oh, yeah, the hi- I was talking about the hierarchy. So our class of almost 40 students are split into our own squads. So it's each squad had, like, s- usually, like, five or six people. Uh, and of those five or six people, there were a sergeant, and then there were uh, class lieutenants and class captains. They're, like, captains the highest rank you can get. And you get all of these uh, ranks by vote by votes. So you, we all sit down in front of the thing. We each give our own little speech on why we should be whatever rank we want to get. If you want to be a sergeant, you say why you want to be a sergeant, so on and so forth. So, right. so I was a sergeant for both of my years. I had my own squad for two semesters out of three for each uh, year. It was a lot of fun. So if one of your... Uh, squad mates had a question they would go to you they would go you would go to your sergeant first and then if the sergeant couldn't figure it out they would go to the lieutenant lieutenant couldn't figure it out they go to the captain then you would go to the instructor because if you went to the instructor first the first question they would ask you or one of them would ask you is have you talked to your sergeant have you talked to your lieutenant have they figured it out yet and there was just this structure in our classroom that was so nice would you get bitch slapped if like you went straight to the teacher no, like, like they they would give you like they would give you shit or they would like make you make fun of you for it. 
like, 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 yeah, it's like if you walked up to him and were like, like, hey, I can't really, uh, it's like, when does this do? And then he'd be like, well, I don't know if I, it's, it's like, they would be like, uh, I don't know, maybe talk to your sergeant. And then they would, you would just feel awkward walking back to your, <laughs> walking back to your squad mate's table and be like, yeah, so, uh, and then you would ask your sergeant, but yeah. Hey, you call this clip on come out? <laughs> but yeah, that was, uh. It was the structure was really nice, and then once uh, Hydro comes back, we'll go over our uh, morning routine uh, that we had because uh, I think I wanted him to be here for that. But uh, what was your what was your mornings like? What was your class like? Compared to that, fucking batshit. So we uh, I guess Mr. Mr. Brown was our instructor, and. He tried to enlist kind of a structure, but it just kind of fell apart. Like, we were kind of all retards in that class. Were you all just, just, was it just a super rowdy class? Like, it wasn't, it was rowdy for like my first year. It was like semi rowdy. And then I got like chilled, <laughs> chilled way out near the end. Like, I think we started with like 30 or 40 people. And by the end of it, there was only like 20. Like, a lot of people just dropped out. Like, we had this kid really? named Marcus straight from the hood. Like, just, white boy you know slick back hair he just looked like he was from chicago yeah and he dropped he just didn't do anything bro he like dropped out i think like two weeks in we had a couple people with the same shit like it just wasn't really their gig and they got uh they just dropped out by themselves we also had a couple people get kicked out because they were just you know they were just dicks to everybody like they just weren't nice they weren't following instructions and they were just messing around the whole time but yeah so our teacher tried to like do a structure how like of course second years had you know overall authority over the first years but yeah naturally he we did like this personality test and we were broken up into four colors it was like gold green yellow and blue i think mm-hmm. and no no it was orange was one of them and orange was like the social people and i remember my first year i was like really secluded i was just a fucking pussy <laughs> and <laughs> i went into like the most in social like just non-social group ever and i was like i don't belong here like this so i, I just switched it was over awkward to as fuck yeah i just switched over to orange just randomly throughout the week but like that structure lasted about three seconds and we were divided into teams and we started learning the basics of electronics and me, you know, having grown up around my dad, who's always worked on around electronics and you know, shit, I just kind of knew it all. And I was just sitting there dozing off and sleep. And, um, I think one of the first stories I have in that class is one of my buddies, who's a, a great friend of mine now used to work at this, uh, food store that had like ghost peppers yeah or was it it was probably the ghost pepper or carolina reaper it was a really really oh i think you've told me this story but i I really i want to hear it again it's been a while since i've heard it the viewers would like it too it's really funny he was like i can bring in some y'all and we had this one black guy i i think his name tayshawn or something like that it was he he was also a hood guy and he was like, oh, yeah, no problem. I got this. So next day, bringing a pepper for each person that wanted to try one. Marcus, the hood guy, uh, eats one, dies. 
folds in half. And Jeez. we had another. Oh no. I'm gonna name this black guy one and black guy two. I can't remember their names. I'm not. Yeah. Anyways, black guy one was the super chill dude. You know, just didn't give a fuck. He took the pepper, took it like a champ. Just like walked into the bathroom, took a sip of water, walked out, and continued his day. And we we're all sitting there like jaws to the floor, like what? <laughs> like what? How did you do that? Now, black guy number two decides to eat the pepper. We're hyping him up, you know, we hype everyone up. And he eats the pepper. And he's like, for the first five minutes, he's fine. But then, like, he starts, it starts to kick in. And he just, he's dying. He's like, he fell to the ground, took off his shoes. We had a couch in one of the class, like, so the class, basically, we go to KCTC, then we get a shuttle bus to a hangar. Near yeah, the I, was gonna, I was just about to say, you guys go to a hangar, right? Yeah, and inside the hangar, there's, like, a multitude. It's split into two. One's aviation electronics, one's aviation maintenance. But it's split into two, and there's, like, two classrooms on each side. Right. One of the classrooms was built as a study room slash school store. Like, we just had ramen all the time. But anyways... Hell yeah. Black guy number two, like... Socks off, like bare feet, just on the couch. He's dying, <laughs> like literally being put in a coffin, and he like passed out. He's like drooling and sh- we never saw him again. Never. Oh my and god, he, he never came back. He never came. Back. <laughs> he never came back. What? That's Next so bad. We all show up and we're like, "Where is this guy? Where did he go? Never seen him. Never seen him again. Like that is all. crazy." I assume he's six feet under. Oh my god. That is awful. Yeah, it was just whack. That's but crazy. Our instructor, he worked for the Air Force for I think nine years. He worked on radio systems, you know, for all sorts of planes. But he went to Japan, found a wife, lived there for a few years. Now he's super anime. And he's oh, like no. this like forty year old guy. Who looks normal on the outside, but when you get to know him, he's all about like anime. Like we had uh, an electronics packet, and it had like little like anime characters in the bottom, like speaking random gibberish. Didn't, didn't we, you like, show me of like like a video of I, it must have been like a party or some shit uh, in one of these classrooms of you? It was somebody in your class uh, playing. Black Ops Two with one of with the instructor or something. Oh like yeah, like one v oneing or something. What was that all about? Yeah, I was in like the study room. He uh, collects Xbox three sixties and like old Xbox three sixty games. We have Halo Reach, Halo Four, you know, Call of yeah. Duty Black Ops, Call of Duty Black Ops Two, like all the Black Ops. Yeah. And at the beginning of the year, our teacher was like, "If you try to one v one me in Black Ops Two, you're gonna die. It's over. You're getting burned." And, and so of course, you, naturally, y'all were just like, ain't no way. Like, yeah, like half no of us way. gamers were like, there's no way. And so later on in the year, when we have our first party, we set up, you know, both Xboxes. We link them together. So there's like eight people playing. Yeah. And he's, you know, top fragging. Like, he's getting like 60, <laughs> 60 kills per game. And we're like, dude, is Bruh. this guy on like methamphetamine or something? <laughs> Like, we'd, we'd sit there, you know, have our party, we'd buy some ramen and, like, some green tea, and we'd sit there and just, like, watch him destroy the entire lobby. And then finally he got down to, like, 1v1s, and he's still winning. Like, he's, like, winning by, like, 5, by 10, by 15. 
and all of us gamers are like, dude, holy shit, this guy knows Black Ops 2 in and out. Bro, phase phase in phase aviation teacher, bro. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, the uh, like these classes, like whether you were in nursing or culinary or CJ or whatever you were in, uh, HVAC, it didn't matter. Like KCTC, the school, like is just chill. Like, it's everyone, worth it. Yeah. Nice. You like not only are you going to this for experiences, but you all there uh, are uh, Ferris, uh, the Ferris State University uh, is linked with KCTC, so you earn college credits while you're there. So like it's this big academic thing. Plus, it's really chill. Like everyone's super nice. Uh, of course, you've got like a couple of dicks in your classroom that are just assholes. But, uh, but, uh, yeah, like this, this, this school was nothing, absolutely nothing like our high school at all. Completely. Like this took our, our, I don't think I would be who I am today without this, without KCTC. I'm not going to cap. You definitely changed me. Like it is 100% worth all the trouble you go through and the way it worked too is there were sessions right so you either had first session what was it first first session second session or third session right yeah it'll take and so you go like two hours out of your regular class time yeah it would be like two or three hours i think and for the classes that you're missing while you're at kctc are getting your credits covered so yeah, like, like, so like, if you wanted to be math. like, I want to go study police shit, cause like, fuck math or something like that. Like, you could go <laughs> and do that. Like, they would. It would depend, obviously, on and all the teachers were like super nice about it too. Like, I was in orchestra for all of all of middle school and all of high school, and uh, KCTC first session since I had it for first hour would. Uh, get in the way so I told my orchestra teacher like hey I really like orchestra still can I go into one of the other classes and she was like yeah symphony is third hour if you want to do it then instead like there everybody is super like everybody likes KCTC as much as we did yeah it and is- like encouraged That's it and I've talked to other people like my age that are like damn I wish I would have done KCTC you well, think you go in there to, like, you know, work on paperwork all day and do, like, boring stuff, and you get there, and it's nothing like that. Like, this, they had this whole presentation uh, during your orientation for freshman year of high school. Uh, like, this is what KCTC is for. Here's a couple of videos. It's, like, it's super hands-on, and I was, like, me and e- uh, Ethan slash Hydro... We're like, yeah, right. Like, it, it can't be this perfect. Like, it can't be, like, this good. All hands-on with no, like... Te- like, obviously, there were still tests, right? Yeah. But we, but we had... The way we did it was evaluations, right? So... Yep. You had to make sure... Did you have evals as well? Yeah. So, the way it worked was is most of our tests, quote-unquote, weren't, like, you know, bubbling... A, B, or C for this question, truth or false or whatever the fuck. It was how well you could do the skill that they've been teaching you for 
you know, two months. And right. they would have industry professionals come in and, like, watch you do, I don't know, handcuffing or, you know, evaluate evaluate your interrogation ability or, you know, how good were you at room clearing and they would watch you like it was so so cool i hope they don't get rid of kctc because it was amazing no what's sad now is that my teacher's talking about getting rid of the second year program for aviation electronics really while i yeah while i am sad about it i really a i don't care because i'm a second year anyways and so next year i don't have to worry about it but like I don't really see a point in second year aviation electronics, sadly, because you cover a lot of it in first year. Like this year, I've done literally nothing this year. Like I have nothing, nothing to show for what I've done this year. Interesting. Like maybe, like maybe I did a few tests on like a Piper 140. Yeah. But other than that, it's kind of sad, but yeah. I, for us, it was like first years where you learn all of your fundamentals, your handcuffing, room clearing, how you move with your weapon, you know, and we did, we did study law too. Like, you know, the, I forgot, like, did different, you have to read your Miranda rights? Yeah, Miranda rights. Yeah. We had to learn, we learned our Miranda rights. We learned how to say it. Like, oh, we did, oh my God, dude, I wish Ethan would be here, dude. He said he was only going to take five minutes. It's been long, it's been like 15, uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, we had like, uh, we did traffic stops too. So all the people that had, uh, licenses, we had actual KCTC branded, uh, cruisers like Impalas. Dude, what? That that we could drive uh, over to a location that's still on the KCTC campus or like in the parking lot to practice uh, traffic stops. Dude, that's hype! It was amazing, and we had these. We would run these scenarios where like you'd pull up to somebody and there would be beer cans all over the floor, and before you even get up to the like truck or whatever. Everybody, because everybody would act too. Like we, like not all of us were uh, the officers. We would all act as suspects and like a drunk driver and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We would do all that acting stuff ourselves as well. So it was a lot of fun. And uh, before you even walk up to it, like, like if you didn't check the trunk and somebody was in the trunk, they would pop the trunk and then shoot you. Or like, you would w- go to walk up to a vehicle and you know, the vehicle would take off, like actually floor it or everybody would hop out and run into the forest or crazy shit like that. <laughs> like you would just have to real world. Yeah. Dead ass. You would just have to figure out what you would, cause you had another person with you and 90% of these traffic stops is you had another officer either in another cruiser behind you or in your passenger seat. And right. we had somebody that was working dispatch that was like sitting like, I don't know, like 50 feet away or something like that. So you have to say like whatever your call sign was. Mine was uh two Lincoln 146. So I'd be like, okay, two Lincoln 146. I have a, uh, uh, see if I can remember how to do it. Two Lincoln 146. I have a, let's just say Chevy Impala, uh, green four door. 
uh, license plate number one two three four five ABC, and then the person fifty feet away on the radio would be like this is dispatch copy, and then you would do your traffic stop. Like it was this whole thing, it was so cool. Dude, that's how we did uh, radio tests on our aircraft. And we'd be like November nine five nine five whiskey doing a mic test performance over, and then you know the guy in the other side of the hangar would be like November nine five nine five whiskey copy. Yeah, we uh we did this like whole linguist uh, radio thing, uh, like how to talk in the radio, and all that. But yeah, Case TC is really really fucking cool. Like just a really, oh, it was better than I expected, and how the sessions work too. Uh, it's like first session, uh, was super early in the morning. Like first session, KCC, KCTC classes start at the facility on the campus at 6:50 AM. Yeah, no, it was ridiculously like early. stupid early. And, uh, uh, you get out at like, what, like 10 something like 10, I get back to the, uh, I get back to my school, yeah, around like nine thirty, nine forty ish. Yeah, that was right. And what section session starts at when? I don't I actually don't know about second or third session. I believe second session, they would drive to KCTC, drop second session off, pick first session up, like all of us, then drive. Oh, back. Oh, that's right. Because when we were getting on the bus, there would be other students from our high school getting yeah. off. So that makes sense, actually. Started at like nine fifteen. I feel bad. We've been talking about all this cool shit, and Hydro hasn't been here. Yeah, dude. I think he's. How long has it been? It's been a while. It's been like twenty minutes. It's been almost half an hour, dude. Yeah, uh, recording says like forty forty minutes. So. Rough. I, I feel bad. I don't want to close the show without him. Yeah. But, but uh, uh. Yeah. No, this year, the second year has been actually pretty chill. I made, like, a really good friend through KCTC. Uh-huh. And funny story. I don't know if this is going to, you know, be allowed on a podcast, but it will. Don't worry. I, uh, we, we were tasked, I guess you could say we were grouped together in groups of two to work on an aircraft, figure out its problems, you know, and fix it. Yeah. These were, like, 60-year-old aircraft, like, made in, like, 1950, 1960. You know, they get the Piper 140 that's been sitting there for probably 10 years. It just hasn't moved out of the hangar. Never going to fly again. But yeah, we were, like, either. determined. You know, we were fresh first year saying, yeah, we're going to get this flying. Right. And so uh, this buddy of mine named Evan, he actually was supposed to go into the criminal justice program. And he did all the paperwork for it. This is actually uh, – he uh, got the letter of in the mail of acceptance, you know, how, like, you know, you've been accepted into the criminal yeah. justice program. Yep. And his mom threw it away. No! So, so homie so homie literally got in and just didn't know. Yeah. He, oh, uh, that's awful. In, didn't know. His mom threw away the piece of paper, and then his second choice was aviation electronics. So they're like, all right, well, you're just going to go on aviation electronics now. So he got there, sad as fuck, got partnered with me, and... We were tasked on figuring out the uh, the breaker system on the Piper 140. Yeah. We were like, all right, this should be fine. We've been studying our electronics. We know how a basic circuit works, you know, what gate like loops are and all that. 
yeah gates and all that but uh you had to climb like into the cockpit and you're laying down on the floor looking behind the dash you know tracing wires to you know what goes where and i dropped a wrench on my forehead and i go oh like i say why oh that's awful i'm i barely know this guy too and he goes dude no way you just said that and i'm like oh my bad and then (laughs) oh no he goes dude we just become friends (laughs) (laughs) and ever since then we have been known as the hanger couple because we never do a, a project like without each oh other. Oh my god, what a legend. We're going to have to bleep that for the podcast, but I'm so sorry. No, that's okay. It'll be it'll it'll still be funny. Uh, that is so funny though. Uh, because we had to bleep it, you guys can imagine what he said, but just for Spotify regulations and shit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, sorry. But oh my god, that is so funny. And Actually, now that Piper passed all of its avionics uh, tests, like the IFR 6000. So if you really wanted to, you could get this thing up to fly it. Oh, yeah. We just need to hand it over to maintenance and do an engine check on it. That's amazing. Yeah, it's just we have old – we also have to have the FFA come in. Oh, true. That's never going to happen. Mr. Brown. (laughs) They just walk in. 50 50 year old aircraft and they look at the class look at the teacher look at the class look at the plane look back at the class and just go really <laughs> <laughs> like you want this thing in the air it, <laughs> you want why this it could be just it, it could just be a missile at any point engine failure you know something yeah. goes wrong and it's just flying at terminal velocity back to earth now what's funny is we have a lab uh, outside, like in the outside portion of the hangar, not like outside, outside, but like, you know what I mean. Yeah. And you can just imagine, like this, there were no regulations on food except they didn't go in the five buckets. So imagine like some like anime-looking dude eating ramen as he solders a three-way solder to a wire harness. You you're just like some FFA right like manager that just comes in and sees that like what are you gonna think? <laughs> like, what goes through your mind? I like being I if I if I were to walk in and see like a bunch of people working on this aircraft. Why would you want to get this old of an aircraft into the air anyway? Like it'd be cool, but it would also be hella dangerous. Oh yeah, no, I don't think it's ever gonna fly. But we pass all the avionics tests, and but to get it cleared to like, if you really wanted to, to be able to fly it, like that would be, that would be so amazing. That'd be pog. We had this kid named Pat, who just had a fascination with solder. Oh boy, did he love the solder! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the soldering iron. Yeah, he would sit there and just make pools of solder for no reason. He'd make solder artworks. And we're sitting here trying to like do like a two-way, you know, split-way solder. And he's just sitting there making a pool. And we're like, dude, what the fuck? What What are you doing? <laughs> it, we had yeah, uh, we, did you did you have like that just the one asshole in your in your class, or like one or two assholes in your class? One. Ethan, Hydro, welcome back. Yo, yo, yo. Ooh. 
Where are... have you been? We... <laughs> Took way longer than expected. That's all right. We talked about uh, like what we kind of did during the mornings and how our class, how our classes worked and stuff. Yeah. Okay. We're talking to, about David's asshole of the classroom now. Oh man, here we go. So, to be honest, I didn't really have an asshole. I was really a nice guy to everyone. Really? So like, really, there was. Yeah, there wasn't really an asshole. Yeah. There, you've got to have that one person that was yeah, just... Yeah, you got to have that douchey in the bag. We had a couple. Yeah. We had a few. I want to say we had a few. The soup, the cider soup goblin, but like... <laughs> he was just really a dick to the teacher, and that was really it. Solder like soup. Everyone else. Yeah. That's great. We had a couple of people. We had... There was one girl... You know, just this redhead. She was a, uh, <clears throat> she she was a, she was a little bit bigger, um, so, yeah, and uh, she just thought she was better than everyone. She was just that person that thought she was better than everyone in the class. And just, do you remember her name? What's up? Do you remember her name? I just don't like. Don't, you don't have to say the last name, but I. Don't remember her name. Uh, she she was a bit bigger. She was she was a redhead. She had freckles, I think. I know who you're talking about. I just don't. Know I can't remember. I don't, I don't remember her name. But she 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 just thought she was better than everybody at everything. We have she, someone like that aviation maintenance side this year. Yeah, it's a. He's this twig of a, of a figure, and he's just. Yes. <laughs> teacher dude he literally what? was like battling an e9 military navy like soldier who worked on aircraft for like 20 years he needs battling at him dude literally just hand on hand combat or what like no these <laughs> our, our, our aviation maintenance guy mr miller is an e9 in the military or he was yeah and that's like the highest rank. Which is, yeah, which is like really fucking good. Yeah. In the navy, he was in the navy for like twenty years. You know, working on aircraft, helicopters specifically, and this little twig of a figure is battling him on like aircraft structure and like riveting and all that. And I'm over here like, dude, what? Just shut the fuck up. Yeah, literally, just why? Why are you even? <laughs> like, this is that's just entertainment at this point. I could. Sometimes you can see Mr. Miller's eyes just are ready to strangle that kid. It, w- it was hard because Ethan and myself, or Hydro and myself, uh, were, uh, you like weren't allowed to, or most of the time, you weren't allowed to squad or be uh, like with friends or like with people you were like close to a lot. So you would like... Yeah you were like friendly to other people and stuff. But mm-hmm. what would happen is like the one time that Hydro and I got into a squad together, uh, and actually Hydro was the, uh, the Sergeant at the time too. Yeah. Uh, uh, we have two really, we made two really, really good friends of ours, even to this day, uh, Kat and Eurelis. Uh, we would just get up to the wackiest shit. Like we were, we we probably sidetracked more than we probably should, but we made some good friends. Uh, 
but yeah, it was it was a lot it was a lot of fun. KCTC is like, I mean, like I said before, I I still have a few people that were like, damn, I wish I would have done KCTC. Yeah, I think just the uh, the community that's what really did it. Yeah, it's definitely the, the classroom that determines. Yeah, yeah, that's just kind of how the year went. The more, yeah, dude, the drone club stories. So tell us one. Tell us, tell us the drone club story. We have another like fifteen or so minutes. So, so the beginning of the year, I was vice president for drone club. I knew you know my ins and outs of the regular standard quadcopter, and at the beginning of the year, our teacher Mr. Brown was like, "All right, if you guys want to fly a drone in the classroom, which is like upstairs above the study room." You gotta have prop guards on it. And we're like, okay, makes sense. You know, you don't wanna kill someone. Right, naturally. And that rule was not followed to the highest degree. So we make our drone, our quadcopter. I think it was a three inch carbon frame standard quadcopter nano drone. Okay. So like no a prop small so like small drone. Yeah, it was no prop guards, high speed prop. And we just flew it around in that classroom. And we almost hit someone. But we ended up crashing into the toolkit and breaking up. Like smashing. Completely obliterating a prop. And that's when something called the Board of Shame started. Oh my god. And every time someone either crashed a drone, broke a prop, or like broke a component, it would be pinned onto the wall with a quote <laughs> from that person what? that crashed Oh my god, that's amazing. And so, wait, so would your teacher like put your name up there or would like a student? Yeah, was this, uh, is this like a class ritual or what? No, this is only for drone club, unfortunately. Um, but um it was really funny. I was the first one to get up there. <laughs> I know you weren't. Actually it was. Is uh me, then Evan, then Caden. Oh, well, we've met uh, we've met uh, Evan before, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. Like, honestly, I if I was up on that board, it wouldn't be like a oh man, like I broke that. It'd be like a yo, like I'm really up on the board, yo. Like me <laughs> out here, you know? Like, <laughs> bro, Hydro would look at the board and be like, yo, I could do that again if I wanted to. You <laughs> on the board of shame. But that's yeah. the problem, though. Hydra wouldn't look at it as the board of shame. Yeah, it it's would. The board, it's just, it's literally just like the board of proudness. Like, yeah, you know, like, we really out here. I can do it, yo. What Damn, kind of out there? What you got? You got like none. <laughs> <laughs> what kind yeah, of stories do do we have, Ethan? Do we have any like weird stories? Someone almost got hit by a tractor once. Yeah, you want to tell that story? You know, I didn't like v- like vaguely remember it because I'm not gonna cap. I don't even think I was there. I just kind of heard about it. But like, all I know is somebody got hit by tractor and it like fucked them up, yo. Like it was bad. Yeah, somebody at ACTC. Yeah. yeah. So we were oh. in a uh, a traffic stop with two of our. 
cruisers, and there was a tra there was a like a not like a full tractor, like a giant fucking tractor, but one of the small industrial ones. Okay. And someone, uh, we had some of the construction uh, kids be part of the scenario. Oh, I was there. No, yeah, I do remember this. Okay. And no one was hit. Actually, that's a that that was from uh, that story was from construction. That wasn't from our one. This is a completely different one. Nobody was hit. Uh, but they were in a tractor and. They and we're like, oh shit! Like everybody that wasn't part of this situation had their phone out and was recording because this was like the wackiest scenario that we could have come up yeah. with. Uh, but they were they had their weapons out. There were like four officers on scene, and it was like, don't like, it was like they were like, turn the tractor off, turn the tractor off, turn the tractor off, and like. The last guy that was on the tractor just got fed up and just drove straight through the police line, like in between the uh, the the cruisers, and made one of the chicks on the line scream, and it was hilarious. Nobody was hit, nobody was hurt, like nobody got fucked up. That was a story that we heard from one of the construction people later in the year. But yeah, uh, but yeah we were doing uh, traffic stops. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh... That was a uh, pug, pug scream. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Rest in peace. From the yeah, I'll talk about that really quick. Uh, we had one of our really really good friends that we made uh, during uh, KCTC. Uh, I promise we're not gonna end on this note because that would be grim as fuck and <laughs> just be like, why would you do that? But um, uh, one of our friends that we made during KCTC. Um, who had such a bright, she wanted to get into like, uh, what was it? She wanted to get into like makeup, cosmetics, yeah, yeah, cosmetics and makeup. And she was already starting her own, like small business of making her own, uh, right after KCTC second year ended, uh, she passed away in a car accident, uh, after we got out, which is sad yeah. because, we she was like one of our really good friends like i would text her at night just to see how she was doing i'm sure hydro you did as well like we just had a really really strong everybody in the class loved pug everybody not a single person in our class didn't like pug like she I mean, was just, even the instructor yeah she was just the nicest girl and yeah. just you know fate kind of just took its toll but yeah. yeah, we made a lot of other really cool friends though. Like Ari, Ari, I remember Ari. Ari is cool. We had a lot yeah. of nicknames in our uh, in our class as well. Yep, shout out to Mr. Burns for that one. Mr. Burns, dude, I was talking about the instructors earlier while you were gone. Yeah, I heard that. I was, uh, I could still hear a little bit, like through my headphones. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I heard you say he was like the huge burly, like. Really he was a big dude. Yeah, he would call us out on like everything, and but yeah. yeah, dude, dude knew how to like, like, tell a joke. He knew it was up. Yeah, yeah, great teacher. When he was uh, like when it was play time, he would play with us, or when it was like joke time, he would joke with us. When it was serious time, he was serious. Like he just knew what he was doing. Yeah, yeah, but uh. Yeah, man. KCTC was just 
was just different. Like, we would get... It was such a better way to start your school day than sitting at a fucking desk. At for, 7 in at, the morning? Yeah, yeah. 7.50 in the morning just to, just to chill out. Like, j- literally just taking instruction for an hour. Dude. And instead, instead, you're fucking kicking in doors and yelling at people to fucking turn around and shit. Yeah. Just a lot more fun. It gets wakes you up more. Mm-hmm. It was just, yeah, especially because all of us were in first session. So maybe it was a different experience for people who were in second and third session. But for us, I love first session. Wake yeah, I early. love first session, too. I don't think I would have. I I don't think I would have wanted any of the other sessions. Yeah, if you're gonna do it, go for a session. Yeah, for real. For you real. just got to. The sunrises at the hangar were next level. Oh my god, the sunrises like, on the way there. Yeah. Or like on the way back in the summer and then in the winter, dude. Oh my god. They hit different. Actually, the though. Felt different. We but, would. Uh, when it wasn't winter, we would open the hangar doors all the way and just sit there and, like, we'd stop class just to look at the sunrise. And take yes, dude. But, yeah, it was it was so much fun. There are probably a hundred different st- stories we could tell about KCTC, but we just wanted that uh, this to be our pilot episode because uh, it was something that all three of us were available for today and something that all three of us uh, took part in, and it was just, you know a school better than school pretty much dude that should be what's up that should be the title should be the title a school better than school yes dude that's the hot that sounds cool as fuck hell yeah there's our title let's go yeah round of yes i'm clapping you just can't hear it (laughs) the pop the pop filter is on you guys are just too good (laughs) (laughs) but yeah KCTC, fucking Kent Career Tech Center. Does anybody else have any other notes or anything? Anything else they want to say? Yeah, if you live in Kent County in Michigan and you want to go, literally just ask your uh, principal or your, like, what what do they call it? Their uh, office member, dude. Yeah, actually, they'll get you hooked up. It is. Counselor? Yeah, counselor. That's the one. Especially your counselor. If you can get a hold of your counselor, they'll they'll get you hooked up. It's so worth it, even if you have to get up at five fifteen in the morning. Like, <laughs> dude, that's the grind set. Waking up early. Are we gonna do the thing where we all say bye at the same time? Might as well. Might as well. All right. Well, from everybody at uh, Pigeon Gang, we hope to see you next time. Hope you guys enjoyed our uh, KCTC uh, stories. So. Uh, Yeah, bye everybody. Bye.